0: This is the Two Point Conversation. Now, with your hosts, Chris and Hector. Welcome to the Two Point Conversation. We're back. After a two-week hiatus, I'm Chris. I'm joined by my chum, Hector. Hey, Chris, how you doing, buddy? What's a crazy week, man. Oh, yes, indeed it is. We're going to start the show off uh, talking about The new league year for the NFL beginning, and well, it's like Wade Phillips, the defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams, tweeted, by the time the new league year begins, there's not going to be any free agents left. You tell me about it. Everybody did the verbal agreement, so, so
1: many free agents, man. Which one stood out for you? Uh, It's crazy. First of all, you know, coming from from the Patriots camp, like... Malcolm Butler and Deion Lewis. They signed with the Titans. Right. Then you have the signing of Jimmy Graham to the Packers but Jordy Nelson got cut. And it's like, Jordy Nelson? What? He's an eternal Packer, right? (laughs) Yeah, like Donald Driver.
0: Well, uh, let me, I'll go, I'll react to what you said first, which was the New England. Mm -hmm. Also, the fact that Danny Amendola left all right signed with the Dolphins right right and <laughs> and you got all these other guys leaving it's more of which guys are leaving for from New England rather than who's going to New England
1: well of, of course being the first guy to leave was uh, Jimmy Garoppolo who got traded and well, then it started escalating
0: <laughs> well yeah and then we know about what happened with Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl and then all the power struggle between Tom Brady and owner Robert Kraft and coach Belichick it's,
1: it's that, gonna, that, that that's going to be a messy divorce that when it ha-
0: a- when it happens it'll be it'll it looks like it's going to be messy so we'll see what <laughs> happens there and you mentioned of course the the Packers releasing <laughs> Jordy Nelson and signing Jimmy Graham well and they also signed um, Mo Wilkerson the former Jets oh yes tackle. yes uh, my, my thought about Jordy Nelson, I, I was surprised because I thought, well, even if he's hurt or even if he has something, he was going to stay in a Packer uniform. But I can understand where they come from, given that since he came back from that bad knee injury he had, he's not been
1: completely the same. And let's take in consideration that he's getting up in age. Not He's not that old. Come on, no, he's not that old. But but, but He's 34, actually. But I, I, I think he would still be
0: productive if they kept him. Now, I heard early on that they were just, since he was willing to take a pay cut, that they were going to just cut him and re-sign him. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think his time with the Packers is up, and there are teams lining up to get him. Did you hear that, that in his meeting with the Raiders,
1: Derek Carr... Went to pick him up. Oh goodness gracious! That that'll be an interesting tandem there. If if they get Jordy Nelson, that's gonna be
0: an abuse. Oh, pretty much, right? I mean, you get you, a, a you, Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree.
1: You imagine Jordy Nelson on the John Gruden system? He's gonna flourish. John Gruden Oof. must be salivating at the opportunity salivating
0: at, the, at the chance that if i were if i were the raiders i wouldn't let him leave s- the building i'll snatch him up quickly and there's other teams interested, yep. interested the cardinals i heard um i heard the vikings are inquiring his services <laughs> and the vikings of course got a new quarterback
1: kirk cousins
0: you like that it's a step it's, a, it's an upgrade hey and what he did was pretty groundbreaking the first Fully guaranteed contract. Yeah, I know, right? That,
1: <laughs> that, that's just a lot about Kirk Cousins.
0: And I'll tell you what, I mean, <clears throat> this situation, everybody can say what they want about Kirk Cousins. He had the numbers. Mm-hmm. The franchise stability wasn't exactly there. There in Washington. But now he's in a franchise that is just a good quarterback away. They got the coach, they got a good franchise stability, they have the defense, and they got the skilled players. Mm -hmm. All they need is the quarterback to pull it off. Is Kirk Cousins the guy?
1: Only time will tell.
0: But he would have been a better option than what they would have gotten. No knock on Case Keenum, who is now the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. We'll get into that in a moment. (laughs) (laughs) But...
1: Uh, the Broncos in the quarterback situation, and that's something nice. But I think Kirk Cousins can do some good there in Minnesota. Now back to Keenum, Case Keenum. Hmm. I mean,
0: ever since John Elway retired, they have not been able to get a stable quarterback situation. They had Peyton Manning in his later years, but that was more of a rental.
1: And when they put and then they had their faith in Brock Osweiler. But Brock they just, Osweiler. they just
0: had to <laughs> do it, man. They had to do it because this is a defense. It's a championship defense. They won, ironically enough, the one Super Bowl they won with Peyton Manning at the helm was the one where Manning was at his worst. Mm -hmm. But it was because the defense was that good. And (laughs) in the NFL, as you know, windows close fast.
1: Yes, they do. So they they
0: wanted to take advantage of this defense in its prime and look for a way to... Get them a good quarterback. Case Keenum is a late bloomer, if you will. And mm-hmm. after the year he had, well, he deserved to sign with the with the Broncos. So he would have been better at a better auction than whatever they had.
1: Well, and speaking of a windows closing and doors opening, well, Richard Sherman found a new home in the San Francisco 49ers. He says he's <laughs> vengeful. He, uh. never,
0: he never ceases the opportunities to say something, does he?
1: Well, he is your favorite player,
0: right? <laughs> uh, he's he's a great player. His his talent used to be up to par with his talking game. Now the talking is a little bit higher than the talent, but we'll see. Maybe a new scenario will get him going a little bit more. And that team is on the rise, so maybe it'll be you know like
1: like an old man
0: buying a motorcycle,
1: <laughs> and well moving on to another team uh the browns <laughs> made some moves the browns they're going for
0: it and by it i mean three wins um, i mean tyron taylor zero, from 0 to 3 wins is quite a leap in the nfl but i i, I like that they're aggressive you yeah. know when you're when you're that low you just got to find a way to shake things up
1: and the only way after you've been down for so long the only way you got to go is up i mean tch. They got nothing Ty else. Rock, they got, got nothing else to lose. Uh, Carlos Hyde.
0: Carlos Hyde. They still got. They still got the, the draft picks. Uh, they got the the Miami uh, receiver.
1: Mm, true. I forget. His I name. forget his name. I forget. No, his no. Name. We
0: can't forget. We can't forget the name. We'll come up with the name in a bit.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> we suck. Anyways. Oh, and interesting how the Browns they. Decided to trade away their quarterback. Right. What was his name? I forgot it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser. And now he's in the Packers. For the cornerback, Demarius Randall. Exactly.
0: Well, it's a it's a more competent backup than what Green
1: Bay's had in years. Well, at least he gets to learn from Aaron Rodgers, So That's something. We, we've seen the kid play. He's gutsy. He's gutsy. He's a gutsy 0-16 uh,
0: quarterback, but... <laughs> But but he's a you know
1: But come on, he showed more fight than John Kidna. Oh, oh. come on. Come on. <laughs> okay,
0: just so just so uh we don't show that we absolutely suck. We were talking about Jarvis Landry. Oh, okay. To the Browns. Yeah. So our apologies to Mr. Landry if he's listening.
1: Don't don't hate us, please. Don't Sorry. hate us.
0: <laughs> it happens to the best. <laughs> but anyways. Uh it, it's Quite an interesting situation with the, with the free agency. People are just moving everywhere. Nate Solder the other guy that left the, the Patriots. Yeah. That, that terrific left tackle. Oh, Who's going to protect Tom Brady's blind side?
1: <laughs> Giselle? Well, and well, let's not forget, long-time Panthers running back. Jonathan Stewart now with the Giants. Well, I mean... I mean, it's old news, but still no, worth it's not,
0: No, it's not that it's old news. It's, he's older. So I mean, see. sure.
1: Hey, what about the Eagles
0: front line?
1: Oh, that is ridiculous, man.
0: Okay, so they acquired Michael Bennett in a trade. In a right? trade, yes. And they already got Fletcher Cox and Tim Jernigan, and they also got Chris Long, and today they also signed Haloti Nata. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to run the ball against that, I mean, running backs are going to be running the other way that, when they get the
1: ball. No, that, that's absurd. That That's that's a wall, man. That's a brick wall. I'll
0: tell you. And I, I, I like this systematic free agent thing in the NFL where this is the period that you have to sign free agents. So if you sign free, you have to sign them in this period. And then comes the re signings and then the draft and then everything else. Huh. It's not chaotic like baseball.
1: Oh, <laughs> tell me about it.
0: So, we'll see what happens. The first days of this NFL New Year is, It's going to be crazy. It's already crazy. Mm. Let's shift gears for a moment. Let's talk a little NBA. The story of the NBA has been the Spurs and Kawhi Leonard situation.
1: Uh, that That is such a convoluted mess, if anything. Like, a lot of reports saying that he's unhappy... With the with the with the organization, like he's un unpa- he's he's impatient. He wants to play. He wants to help the team play.
0: I don't even know really what, what to believe. What to believe because Kawhi hasn't gone onto a microphone. Not that it's his style, which mm-hmm. is not to absolutely say that he wants to play or that he doesn't want to play. This feels. The people are starting to compare this to Derek Rose. Everybody are, there's a lot of people already saying that no. he's damaged
1: goods. No. Come on. It's too early. It's, it's too, too, too damn early. And besides, Kawhi Leonard, he's a humble kid. He's still incredibly young. He'll you know, he'll bounce back. I will always This is just a face. I, I will be,
0: I will always um side with caution on mm-hmm. these situations. True. I defended Derrick Rose From all the people who liked to pile on him because of the injury. Well, he's getting paid. He's the MVP. He's this, he's that. But before he's anything, he's human first. Just like Kawhi. That's true. And if he mentally doesn't feel like he can go out there and play, he doesn't have to. And now that we're talking uh, all about this, all the mental health things that Mm. comes into play. If he feels mentally that he can't go out there, if he doesn't feel at ease. He shouldn't go out there. And the Spurs, well, they're suffering without him. obviously. They're, they're out of the playoff race, as we speak. But they're tied, and a lot of teams bunched together by next week. They might be fourth.
1: I mean, it, it would be weird to see, after 20 years, the seeing the, the Spurs out of the playoffs. They're going to make the weird. playoffs.
0: They're going to make the playoffs. One way or another, the they're going to make the playoffs.
1: So... Yeah, you're. Why, Leonard? You're people
0: probably listening to me and you're going to hold me to it. <laughs> well, if they don't make it, they don't make it. But people are Cross already. Cross your fingers, folks. People are already acting like, oh, they're out of the playoff picture. This is tragic. Well, yeah, they are. But they're like tied with four teams. So chill. <laughs> no, they'll probably make it. And if they don't, they don't. It, it's the
1: way of sports. You know, and you, you have the you have the, the Kawhi Leonard situation you have people that are unhappy with LaMarcus Aldridge you have like you feel like they're butting heads like you might feel like that's one thing that's also bothering Kawhi Leonard which you you don't know what goes through his head but also but this is mostly about his injury and again i believe that this is just him just lashing out his frustration venting out his frustration mm-hmm. i believe that this is just a face. He's still young. He'll learn to start coping with the situation at hand. And if there's something that is really bothering his mind, he should sought out help. That's the that's the best thing he can do.
0: I just hope it gets resolved. He is a wonderful
1: player. Oh, he's a brilliant player.
0: He's a tremendous two-way player. And if he can get his head right on this and the team is on his side this team can contend as it always has mm-hmm. it's tough because now Tim Duncan's gone Tony Parker's on the way out Manu Ginobili's on the way out it's going to be tough to see but Greg Popovich has always gotten it done so
1: we'll see what happens in that situation yeah. you know one one thing that I would like to see maybe not see but I would like for at least Tim Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili have a sit down with him. Like, look, you're being handed the keys to this franchise. You are a franchise player. I know this is a lot of pressure. Injuries happen. More so,
0: more so, David Robinson than Tim yes, Duncan because Admiral, David of Robinson is part owner of the team. So if anyone's gonna do it, it's him. But I, he'll, I, they'll be fine. I think. At least if they can get him healthy, they're going to contend. Let's hope that this is just a minor hiccup. Yeah. If, if he's healthy for the majority of the season, they're going to contend. There's no question about that. So we hope that situation gets improved for the sake of him and the franchise. That's true. Anyway, that's, that's sports for this segment. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're going to be talking some Miles Kennedy. We're going to talk a little annihilation. We'll be right back after this quick break on the Two Point Conversation. Thank
1: to the two-point conversation and now we're gonna talk some miles kennedy
0: miles kennedy the front man for Alter bridge and the mainfield four way way back and he's also the front man for slash and the conspirators
1: oh look at you flexing your music muscles
0: <laughs> anyways for all you rock fans out there we're gonna talk a little bit about his debut solo album the year of the tiger, you're the music man here. What did you think about it?
1: I think that album is solid from top to bottom. It's very interesting how he just decided to incorporate from his blues background with with citizen swing, his old bands before Mayfield Four, um, incorporating country folk um, elements. It's a very catharic that's a word catharic um experience like he's talking about his father's death right and exactly at the according to the chinese zodiac which is the year the tiger 1974 so it's a interesting exploration about his experiences with his father passing away how his mother you know help you know him and his mother dealt with his passing, how they mm-hmm. moved along, how she had to make tough decisions to raise him. It's a very interesting dynamic.
0: You know, while the songs that you knew were dedicated to his father had a bit of an angsty sort of down feeling. Mm-hmm. The song titled Mother oh. has an uplifting element to yes. it. Yep. It, it. It's not... It's not. It's sentimental, but it's happy. Sentimental.
1: You know, it, it's a it's a conflict of emotions for Miles in this album because he kind of resents his father because, according to him, in an interview with Loudwire, uh, not sponsor, um, he said that his family was raised in the Christian Science church. Right, and they believe that. All illnesses will be cured through prayer. They didn't believe in the, in medicine and nothing, none of that sort. Mm-hmm. So his father got sick, and months after, he passed away because of an illness. And he resented that. He had his conflicts with his faith, the same as his mother had, and that and that's
0: touched a lot faith. Yeah, touched a lot in the album. So, I I think the two best songs are Year of the Tiger and The Great Beyond.
1: The Great Beyond does a number for me. I love that song. It's heavy as hell. That song has a Mayfield 4 vibe to it. Yes.
0: It has that vibe. Also, Songbird, the last song mm. of, the, of the of the record, has a Mayfield 4 uh, sort of element. Excuse me, not Mayfield 4. Nothing but a name has a Mayfield 4. Yeah. The note I have here on Songbird was it has a, an uplifting element just like Mother and then there's the the country type music where you know you know like um, devil on the devil wall on the ghost wall. of Shangri-La, haunted by desire i mean you could you could put you could put miles in in, in a sequel for inside Lewin davis <laughs> that's true so it, it, it's an exploration of him as as an artist by himself you know we know his background we know what particular style it's like when tremonti did Mark Tremonti did his solo, you know, he, with with his band, he's a metal guy. He's mm-hmm. a guy that likes, you know, more of the heavy stuff than what they do with Alter Bridge. And, of course, we're now hearing for the first time Miles Kennedy.
1: Interesting contrast. It is. It's a very interesting contrast. And I would say that there's one song that really just touched me very deeply was... Um, Haunted Design. Right. Ha- that that one I I, remember, I don't know if I said the name wrong, but regardless, um Haunted by Design if I'm not mistaken. Um that song it kinda reminded me back when I lost my mother. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're the remembering her, you know, things that reminded me of her, like it just came back to me, it really like mm-hmm. you know, like attacked me. Emotionally. It was really rough. No,
0: that this record touches on the feels. Yes. It definitely does. It it tugs on the heartstrings pretty well. And and it's it's a terrific record. I I, I really enjoyed it. And it's also relaxing.
1: Very relaxing.
0: uh, You know, we we were talking about the content of it, but in terms of musically it's relaxing. You could you could slip that record in when you're on a road trip on a lovely day, you're just out on the road. You could
1: you could put that album in and it's it's nice music. (laughs) You can Look, I was listening to that, to that album in in a ha- uh, when I was laying in a hammock and I just dozed off. It's just that relaxing. It's kind of laying in a hammock. Yeah, sleeping in a hammock, yeah. Where were you? Pismo Beach or something? <laughs> no, no, just embracing nature, man. Come on,
0: embracing nature. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: But, you know, interesting fact about this. Um when I was doing a little bit of research for, you know, the Chinese Zodiac and all that stuff, there's there are different heavenly branches, like they say, that you have the metal tiger, you have the earth um, earth tiger, wind tiger, all that stuff. This one in 1970, 1974, it's the wood tiger. Look at the con- uh, coincidence. Acoustic, a guitar, acoustic guitar, wood. Yeah, made of wood, right. So there's a lot of things in this album that are very good. The songwriting is, well, it's Miles Kennedy. He's yeah, a hell of a songwriter. That,
0: that's, what, that's what distinguishes him and, and also Mark as rock stars, if you will. Mm-hmm. They write their own material. And, of course, they co-write Alter Bruce songs. And then when they're in their solo projects, they write their own things. And it's interesting how different they are.
1: Yeah, and another thing, this is a bit of a, you know, one of my my weird things in terms of music. The producer is basically the same guy who produced from Blackbird till The Last Hero and all three Tremonti albums Michael Elvis Baskin.
0: I mean, there's a continuity (laughs) effect. (laughs) He's their boy, he's their go to guy. Of course, (laughs) man. You know, you 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 go to the Golden Goose when you when you want more stuff. And you know what, Alter Bridge, of course, has many rock fans now. they used to be Creed, which at one point they were like the biggest rock band in the world. In the world, yeah. And you know that type of rock is lost. That type of rock is lost, and we we don't have that anymore. Offense to the Killers or the. Imagine Dragons of the World, some of the, those are some of the bigger acts today, and I, I dig some of their music, but it's no longer, you know, that stadium rock thing, that that doesn't really exist much, and if it does exist, well, it's, Well,
1: it, it exists, it's just buried, it's buried.
0: Yeah, it's, it's left to festivals and concerts, you're not gonna hear a lot of that on the radio. That's true these days, but that's just how the world is turned. But back to the Miles record, it, it was it was just a fantastic album, you know. And kudos to him for finally stepping out and doing his own thing for the first time ever, you know. And this his story is is fantastic, you know. He was about to call it quits, and then Bridge came calling, and then he just
1: skyrocketed he skyrocketed and one one thing that i want to say is i applaud him for taking risk in turn creative risk for going against the grain instead of doing like your rock album he went for more of his um for his roots and blues roots if
0: you listen to that record thinking you're gonna listen to something out of Alterbridge, you might be disappointed that's true you know, if you're expecting that, my advice, don't. You know, you're going to get a different type of Miles Kennedy. Obviously, it's the same singer. He doesn't change his style. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the music, musically, it's not going to be rock like Alter Bridge. But it's still fantastic. Fans are loving it. Yes. You know, it's gotten great reception by fans. And that's the thing with, with rock acts these days. The followings are just...
1: Massive. Massive.
0: More so for Alter Bridge in Europe. They have a lot of fans in Europe. That's why they always tour out there. <laughs> and I've been
1: To your dismay.
0: To, I've, been, no, I've been fortunate to see them twice perform. And I've seen uh, Miles perform with Slash live. Oh, with Slash, live, yeah. And I've also seen Tremonti's band live as well. And it's, <laughs> it's a terrific experience and... It's good music, so we just have got to hold on tight uh, to those guys.
1: And, and you're a drummer, guy. You, you're you headbanging your butt off with Gary Whitlock.
0: The guy <laughs> can really hit the with my friend. So anyways, um, how about we shift gears for a moment?
1: So I want to talk to you
0: about a movie I saw the other day.
1: Go ahead. Okay. Which is?
0: It wasn't the other day. It was actually almost two <laughs> weeks ago annihilation i've been ranting and raving about the stupid handling of that movie and all i gotta say is man paramount must feel like a real heel
1: (laughs) Ah, well studios what you expect
0: that movie is fantastic a sci-fi classic that will live on spark debates and i am happy for all those people Who are from Europe, from the UK, from all other parts of the world that's not the United States. All you people who get to watch it on Netflix over and over. You guys are lucky.
1: Great. Well, there goes my opportunity. You're going to have to wait until it comes out on DVD.
0: I mean, it's it's a fantastic film. Alex Garland does it again. He is a sci-fi master.
1: So, from Ex Machina, now to Annihilation. The funny thing is, people say that, um, I think it was Carl Urban who actually said that Alex Garland, actually, he directed Dread. (laughs) (laughs) Ha! It's like, well, it kind of shows. His style kind of shows.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, it's it's such a... I mean you haven't seen it yet, so I can't spoil too much about it. but there's just so many questions, so many debates that this is going to spark. and everything like the musical score, the cinematography, mm-hmm. the cast is just fantastic. You know Natalie Portman, Gina Rodriguez, Tessa Thompson, uh, Jennifer, Jason Lee, mm-hmm. you know, they are just
1: so, so good. You know, it's about damn time we get more thinking man movies. That's the problem. A lot of people
0: are turned off by the fact that it is a movie where you have to turn on the brain. I said that on the show. If you're going to see that movie, turn on the brain. And what's so wrong about turning on the brain?
1: Well, people just want to relax. They want to they, <laughs> they turn off the brain.
0: Then go watch Independence Day Resurgence.
1: Um... Wow, dude. Come on. I mean, there's another Transformers movie coming in the way, so Exactly, so. exactly. Go go <laughs> see that.
0: In fact, I think go even go see Pacific Rim Uprising. That's probably gonna end up being a turn hey, off the brain. Hey,
1: come on. I'm not
0: feeling it. I I, might, I know you're not. I might I might see it, but the first one was pretty good. But you know, the change in direction.
1: Yeah, it's del Toro, I
0: del Toro, that kind of
1: yeah. Uh, gets me
0: a little skeptical, but I'll still eventually see that one, but there's too much Turn Off the Brain, man. Then there are all these Dwayne Johnson movies, you know, uh, like Rampage. That's probably going to be Turn Off the Brain and see a, a big gorilla fighting,
1: whatever. Rampage. Jesus. <laughs> Another video game adaptation, folks. Too much, too much Turn Off the Brain, not enough. Too thinking. much. Too much freaking remakes, too much adaptations, although I want to see Tomb Raider at some point. Uh,
0: I, I, I I can't wait till this period just ends, this period of no creativity and no. counting on nostalgia. I mean, nostalgia it's can be good boring. for different things at certain times, but when you're constantly going nostalgia after nostalgia, Rampage, the video game, the old arcade game, Tomb Raider, the, the, the old video game, and then you got the, the Jumanji, and then, I mean, Steven's, I mean, obviously Ready Player One is based on, book on cases, a book.
1: On a book, yes. But
0: they're doing, they, what they're doing in terms of a nostalgic factor, that's a good way, that's a cool way to do it.
1: Yeah, just throw Easter eggs.
0: Exactly, throw references and Easter eggs in a virtual video game reality thingy. <laughs> I couldn't find any other
1: ways to say that. Uh, but we we gotta hope that this will turn the tide. Let's hope that the whole remakes uh, mania die soon enough, and we can start finally start seeing more original films. That's true. Anyways, that's it for our show. People, watch
0: Annihilation. Turn on the brain. Think. <laughs> <laughs> and if and if you've seen it. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, for my chum Hector, I'm Chris. We'll see you next time on the Two Point Conversation.